Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back, everyone. Final thoughts, just as we get ready for you to roll into your weekend. Uh, we're going to talk a little philosophy from sports, from coaching, from parenting, and from some good friends. So to start off, uh, August 19th is an important day in my little neighborhood. Why? Because there are four extraordinary individuals uh, in and about a, about a block radius that all celebrate their birthday together, all born on August 19th. And so last night, uh, I got to celebrate with all of them, uh, including one who's my son, McKay, and I got to wish each of them a happy birthday. And their ages, uh, I'll be careful about their age ranges, uh, from 25 on the low end, that's my son, uh, to 50 and even a little north of that for a few. But late last night, as I was kind of reflecting on the evening and and just the the good fun that we had and just being with neighbors and and having that connection, I started reflecting on this this group of four. I'm, I'm calling them the August 19th Society and the lessons that I've learned from this extraordinary collection of people all concentrated in this one little area, all that were born on the same day. So Mark, Mark's the senior member of this uh, quartet of August 19th birthdays, and Mark has this amazing ability to see and capture images and action through the, the lens of a camera, an incredible ability to see, a vision that is really extraordinary. And he doesn't just look through the lens, he really sees, and we've been talking a lot about that this week, uh, above all, I think he sees humanity and beauty in all its variety in a really extraordinary way. And that was an important lesson for me last night. Uh, Catherine uh, may well be the living example, the epitome of what de Tocqueville saw in his travels across America. And if it is true that America is great because she is good, America is good because of people like Catherine. She's a doer. Uh, without fanfare, without attention, uh, she simply goes about doing good. And I needed to remember that yesterday, that uh, America is great because it's good, and it's good because of people like Catherine who just go out and make a difference every day. Lou, on the other hand, uh, he has a listening heart and just an amazing ability to know what people need, not in a checklist way, but uh, more in what I call a heart list kind of way. Uh, everyone who enters into his circle is instant friend, uh, and not just instant friend, lifelong fellow traveler. Once you're in, you're in. Uh, his listening heart enables him to impact individuals from every possible walk of life, 
and every state and station of society. Now, McKay, uh, he is connected to me uh, just by birth. Uh, he is a thinker's thinker. Uh, he is willing to explore every angle of an argument. He's able to glean insight from every perspective. And he's humble enough to know he can learn from everyone. And one of the things that I really love about McKay is he's never satisfied to just skim across the surface of anything. And he has often led me to deeper thinking and more elevated understanding. So this August 19th society, again, four amazing people, all with the same birthday in about a block radius. Uh, They've influenced and inspired me to see deeper, to do good, to feel differently, and to discover more. Uh, Their births and their lives have made a difference for me and for so many others. And uh, that's something I'm grateful for and something for all of us to think about as we roll into the weekend as the impact that we have, if we can just observe, just step back and observe observe the people around you, uh, you will learn a lot. And I guarantee you, you'll have a lot more gratitude for whatever else is going on in your life and in the world. Uh, And all of this led me to uh, perhaps my favorite lesson of the week. Uh, Mike Conley is probably the best writer I've ever met. Uh, His name rarely appears, uh, both because it's not his nature to boast, uh, but also because he often writes speeches that make other people sound really brilliant. He's a speechwriter. Ever the teacher and the student, uh, he wrote something this week about a lesson learned from coaching Little League Baseball. And I will confess that on the screen here in the studio, I am watching the Little League World Series. It is on. Uh, It's a lesson from sports uh, from Mike about his coaching, uh, but also an important parenting uh, story as well. So Mike Conley is the uh, coach of the middle school baseball team in Avalon. Uh, he said they had a good team. They were crushing some other team 12-0 to zero in the third inning. So Mike, ever being the gentleman and uh, having good sportsmanship, he took, he'd taken all the starters out of the game. He was giving some of those players, those reserves, some playing time. Uh, his catcher had reached base, uh, and they needed a pinch runner. And before Mike could ask you know, who wanted to volunteer, uh, one of the stars of the team had already put his helmet on, volunteered himself, and uh, took his place on on first base. Now, Mike, as the coach, had given very specific instructions to his players. They were ahead 12-0. to He said, no stealing bases. But on the first pitch, that superstar player takes off. It was a foul ball, so he had to go back to first. Uh, Mike reminded him that they were not going to steal bases because they were ahead by 12 runs. But sure enough, on the next pitch... The all-star player takes off. Uh, So Mike's furious, uh, and he wanted to do more than just kind of chew out the player. Uh, He realized he needed to sit him down for a game. But as the coach, uh, that made him a little nervous, and he didn't want to just do it. He wanted to talk to the parents first, also very brave (laughs) as a coach. And so he called this young player's father to see how he would feel if he benched his all-star son in the next game. And before he could even explain it to him, the parent, the dad, rather than being upset, said, yeah, you bench him. And that was a little bit surprising. Often you think of these uh, very coddled superstar athletes, and uh, you could see a scenario where the dad would be upset, the player would be upset, and they'd go join some other team and and quit out. Uh, But then something really interesting happened. Not only did this 
did this dad say, yeah, you should absolutely bench him. He then asked, when is the next game and where is it? He said, I love to be there to watch my son play, and I need to be there to watch him sit out. That's a big deal. That's a great parenting lesson. That's a great coaching lesson that while this young man had a lot of athletic talent, uh, he needed a lesson from his coach and from his parents. Uh, Mike Conley reminds us that uh, greatness isn't a trait. It's a habit. So in the midst of pandemics, partisan division, angry rhetoric, contempt-filled tirades by teachers, societal unrest, natural disasters, devastating human suffering, physical war in faraway places, and weaponized words right here close to home, it's important to learn the lessons of people. And it's true that people are the cause of societal ills, and we should also remember that people are also the answer to every societal issue. And we need to learn from those around us. Grateful for what I learned about seeing deeply from Mark, what it means to do good from Catherine, how to have a listening heart from Lou, and how to think a little deeper from McKay, as well as a great coaching lesson from my good friend Mike. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.